0: morning people this is Jason Hobbs with random screed and uh, I thought a lot about my first episode that I recorded yesterday and uh, I want to talk about that some today but uh, my rant is going to be about uh, audio quality on podcasts but Jason you say you're talking in a phone on a speakerphone in your work van that is loud as shit yes I know And it's ridiculous. (laughs) I totally get that. Uh, But this is the way it's gonna be. Um, Random Screed is going to be uh, a straight up stream of consciousness, hearing shit ding on my phone in the background in my loud van as I'm driving around during the day. Uh, It probably won't just be about podcasts or even necessarily RPGs. Maybe it'll just be about my day or the people I meet or whatever uh, which are all actually pretty cool and fun topics I hope Uh, so uh, in podcasting uh, audio quality should be a priority it it should be because let's think about this uh, in this medium what is it that uh, your audience is partaking of Uh, your voice man that's it they don't really know who you are unless you've uh, achieved some sort of success. They have no idea what you look like. Uh, they don't know anything about you. It's uh, There's not a lot of written word about you unless they start to follow you on other social media. Uh, man, that's it. It's just uh, your voice and the ideas that you convey through verbal communication. So there's nothing but audio. So if your audio sucks, it's very, very, very difficult to stay attached to you or your show or who you are uh, portraying on the internet. So work on that. Unless you're an idiot like I am and uh, you're recording from your van. So, <laughs> so uh, some podcast problems. I know uh, my boys at the Heroes Brew, um, Eric Tenkar, James Spahn, and Glenn Hallstrom, uh, all veteran podcasters. Um, their show is a mess. Sometimes I was on the show, and even my audio wasn't as good as I would like when I listened back. Uh, It's hard to listen to. Uh, So, you know, get a mic, get a headset, uh, you know, try and dampen out background noise. Do your best to uh, create the best audio you can. Now, there are some shows out there, like uh, Drink Spin Run, or uh, some shows on The Misdirected Mark, or my own show, Hobbs and Friends of the OSR where you're constantly talking to guests. You know, it's a talk show. Uh, we, you have people on and you cannot control their audio. I would suggest if someone's audio sucks, Paul Wolf, uh, that you're only gonna be on once until you fix your audio. I mean, well, what else do you expect a, a show to do? So uh, so take care of your audio podcasters and uh, anchor people, I guess. Unless, like I say, you're me. So, other than that, today I wanted to also talk about what this show probably will be. Like I've said many times, I have my own podcast, and it is, uh, even though many have said that I say my own opinion, I would counter that it's a very controlled, usually, and um, soft opinion. I kind of wanted to be able to be politically incorrect and uh, say what I feel, how I feel, and uh, wherever I feel it at. And this seemed like a very good uh, medium to do that. Uh, I'm positive that I'm going to irritate, uh, offend people. Uh, Most of the time, it's not going to be purposeful. And uh, in reality, I'm a very soft-hearted and loving person, and um, I just wanted some I just wanted to be able to speak my mind, and I hoped that it would be okay to do that here. And hopefully, it won't turn anyone off of Hobbs and Friends with the OSR or Hex Talk, the other podcast that uh, I'm starting. So, uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy the show. And uh, I know nothing about Anchor, how it works, or how to add any of the extra stuff, uh, but I'll learn, and uh, hopefully, we can learn together. And uh, thanks again for listening, and uh, uh, maybe I'll do another one this afternoon. Uh, Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Good morning, people. Jason Hobbs here with Random Screed and another scintillating episode. (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding. Actually, I kind of wanted to complain. I just recorded like a six-minute episode, and uh, when I tried to upload it, it didn't work, so I don't know what that was all about. But here I am again, and it's deja vu for me, but first time for you, so... That's pretty interesting. Anyway, today is December 28th. It's almost nine in the morning. I live in the uh, Central Time Zone about an hour and a half west of Chicago. There you go, there's a little bit about myself. Today, I have been thinking about how cold it is, and I wanted to talk about something completely unrelated to that. (laughs) In life, uh, we often have beliefs and ideals that we espouse or talk about or strive for. And a lot of times they're not easy, right? So they're difficult. Let me tell you a story. Um, I have a guy that I've gamed with a few times, only at Game Holcon. His name is VC Young, and uh, he's an interesting person. Uh, he's He lives about an hour and a half from me, like in the Chicago area, Schaumburg or Elgin or something like that. And we met up one time for a a state line gaming trade that I set up earlier in the year. And I mean, like I say, we've talked a few times and we interact uh, on social media, but I found out today that he, one of the guys in his gaming group is actually one of my second cousins. He is Hawk, my cousin and the guy that helped teach me to game at all. And a very uh, inspirational person, in, in my opinion, his nephew is in VC Young's gaming group. So these guys have been gaming together for years. And I know both of them individually, but I never knew they were in the same group. So that is pretty cool. Um, further, uh, Chris, my cousin, uh, is interested in maybe joining our group, which is a bunch of 40 to 50-year-old guys that I've been gaming with uh, my whole life, really. Uh, they're my relation or they're someone I went to high school with. Now, I'm 47 years old, so if he went to high school with me, we're talking about someone I've known for you know, decades. And uh, we have a long time relationship together. So, I guess what I'm getting at is one of the things I always talk about on my podcast, Hobbs and Friends of the OSR, is the idea of being inclusive as opposed to being exclusive. Uh, Gaming and tabletop role playing games in general are a social activity, and these are things that need more than one person. You know, if you want to do some games by yourself or from the comfort of your home, you know, you can just play video games but you're not going to get that experience of a tabletop rpg because it's a social engagement uh you have contracts with each other even if they're unspoken ones there's still things that are acceptable and aren't acceptable just like you know life really there's things you can do that are acceptable and things that you can't and uh, most people already know what they are or i guess they're taught them from their parents or from their environment through life you know they intrinsically know what these things are and i'm getting way off on a tangent but I guess I'll get back. What I really wanted to say is Chris is interested in joining our group. And uh, on the surface, that's awesome. That's something that I'm really interested in and really would like to have happen. But inside, uh, I have anxiety. And I get anxious whenever I'm running just for these people that I've known my whole life, let alone someone that I know, I guess, and I can remember him being a baby, but and seeing him 10 times in the past 20 years, but I don't really know him. And this is one of the reasons that I started running games at conventions is because I wanted to get better at running games for people I don't know. I want people to be, feel included in anything that I'm doing. And so in order to do that, I have to include them regardless of how anxious it makes me feel. So I'm feeling anxiety about Chris joining the game, but I immediately would say, yes, please do and see how he likes it. And if he wants to be involved further, that's great. But on the inside, it makes me cringe or it makes my heart you know clench up or beat faster or just <laughs> make me feel uncomfortable about it uh, which makes me laugh but that's just kind of the way that it is and i guess what i wanted to talk about is in life we should push forward courage today is different than what it once was or what it's meant in the past to face your own fears and fight through them is untime. i mean it happens forever you should always do it and i think it makes you better person and makes you better to be around and uh, they say that uh, you are the average of the five people that you hang around with so you got uh, two people that are better than you and two people that may be lower than you on a particular schema but you need to try and bring yourself up and uh to the top people and help bring the ones below you up too so another tangent i guess but i guess what i'm really trying to say is face your fears and follow through with your dreams and your vision of how you and the world should be, which means be courageous. Um, step outside of your box and uh, practice what you preach. You know, if you practice inclusivity, inclusivity, then be inclusive regardless of how anxious it makes you. Face your fears and uh, try to make the world a better place. So deja vu and uh, I love you all. And I hope you have a good day. Random Screed number five, inclusivity. Uh, thanks, guys. Hello, everybody. Jason Hobbs here with Random Screed. Awesome, man. It's uh, it's Friday, right? So today is December 28th, I think, uh, 2017. It's about 3 in the afternoon. Uh, it feels like it's been a long day, but, man, it's just getting started. we got a three-day weekend here. And uh, the end of the year is upon us makes me think about what my favorite gaming uh, time was and uh, I've considered this deeply (laughs) Uh, no not really but anyhow I have considered it and I really feel like my conventions are when I have the most fun uh, in gaming I mean I play a lot of games I try to I probably on average game once a week at least So that's pretty cool. And sometimes, you know, three or four times a week. Um, But I think my favorite gaming experience of 2017 uh, was North Texas RPG Con. And uh, on my podcast, Hobbs and Friends of the OSR, I trashed North Texas uh, because of their pathetic uh, Three Castles Award uh, ceremony and the way they dealt with the, the finalists in that endeavor. And that was horrible. And it made me feel like I wasn't sure I would ever want to go to North Texas again. But upon further review, I really enjoyed that convention. Um, Some special things concerning it was running my own uh, published zine adventure at North Texas for a bunch of the con crew was great. Uh, I met uh, Chris Tanglebones Loricella there, which has proved to be uh, a cool guy. I didn't drink at all at this con, so I didn't get hung over on Wednesday and then be hung over for three days, and then finally, kind of around Saturday, wake back up and then leave early on Sunday morning. Uh, so that was interesting. I, every day I spent uh, at least a single meal, sometimes two meals, hanging out with Eric Hoffman, and we went to some really great places. The meals were excellent, and uh, that whole experience was cool. Uh, I also got to do some gaming with my crew. Individually, not necessarily even games that uh, we uh, signed up for officially on the con register or the events. These were just games we ran on our own, and that's who I really like hanging out with. Uh, it's cool to meet fans and uh, listeners of the show, and uh, I had a cool experience where uh, I was talking to someone across the room, and so I was speaking loudly, and someone came up to me, and they go, I heard your voice, and it sounded familiar. Uh you know, are, are you Jason Hobbs from Hobbs and Friends of the OSR? And I was just, I was kind of blown away by it. At the time, I just blew it off. And I was like, yeah, you listen and, you know, and talk to him. But inside, I was like, okay, this feels pretty weird. But it was pretty cool. And um, the only con I had after that was game Gamehole, which was also very fun. And I wouldn't want to miss it. Hawk, it was his Hawk's first con, and he went with me. And I had an actual booth there for the podcast, which was extraordinary. So, I mean, it was a great year for cons and uh, I really appreciate all the ones that I got to go to and all of the friends that I've made. Uh, conventions for me are like reunions, you know. I don't really go there necessarily to play games with the old grognards. I go there to hang out and play games with friends that I've made online uh, or at, at conventions. So that's a pretty cool time. Anytime I get to go to a convention, I get pretty excited about that. So. One of the things, uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about today is Last Screed. Uh, it was about inclusivity, but it, uh, I mentioned in there that I get a lot of uh, anxiety whenever I run games. And I run games a lot. I probably run an average of one a week. So I run a lot, and I guess that's a lot of anxiety. But it's not horrible, and it's worth it to me in the long run. Most of the pressure that I feel comes from within. No one that I game with really ever treats me in a way that creates that anxiety. That's something I do completely to myself. And I understand that and realize that and know uh, it's extra you know, stress that I shouldn't even do. But in, in 2018, that's one of the things I want to change. I wanna play more games, run more games, and write more published material. But I also want to lower my stress levels. So today I had an epiphany. Uh, I'm planning on running a game for uh, some friends, a new game that I want to stream online and include in uh, my media burst to uh, whoever listens, (laughs) which probably isn't very many, but I want to increase that. And um, that game we're going to start on Tuesdays and we're going to stream it on YouTube or Twitch or something. I have I was feeling a lot of anxiety. It's a new group. It's. It's consists of all people that I trust and know and uh, love, but it's still a new group, and I don't. I'm not sure what the dynamic will be. And we're running 5e, which is not a game I'm the most comfortable with. I'm fine with it, and it's pretty easy and intuitive for me. But I don't know it that well. But I wanted to use some of the published material materials that I own, and. Uh, I have a problem when doing that and when I do I always want to try and follow the vision of the author and that causes me to have stress because I don't feel like I'm prepared enough and it's a bunch of stuff that I don't necessarily know and I decided you know I'm just going to read the stuff and take jot down some notes and make it my own like I would if I was just writing it myself and I really think that's going to help uh, push through that anxiety and uh, actually have a really fun game so I'm really ha- happy about that and excited. All right, so Anchorites there. I've got that out, and uh, I just wanted to say Happy New Year to everyone. I don't know if I will uh, be publishing any more material until after the New Year, and um, I hope that 2018 is way better for all the listeners and everyone else out there that I haven't even met yet. So uh, Anchor is a new thing for me, and I'm hoping to do much more of it next year. And uh, I appreciate you all out there. Uh, much love. And I hope your holiday weekend is great, and I hope every day after it is even better. Uh, thanks again. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on a, a tagline for finishing off my anchor show and my uh, podcasts. and this is it right now. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Hey, everybody. Jason Hobbs here, and you're listening to Random Screed, a hey, uh, I guess a radio show about me being the voice of discontent or complaint. Uh, most of the time though, I'm not really complaining or ranting. I'm, I always end up trying to um, be positive in the end. So I like that and that's just kind of who I am. Uh, it's 2018 and I just listened to lose. Who am I and what am I and what is my show all about? And I thought that was a pretty good idea. Uh, but I'm not gonna do that (laughs) no seriously though I was listening to some podcasts over the holiday weekend and uh, I want to mention that I think bumpers or extended bumpers are a waste of time if your podcast doesn't get started until you're 30 seconds in everyone's just gonna skip to the 30 second mark Uh, if your podcast is an hour and a half long and you have five different segments, and each of them has a bumper that's 20 or 30 seconds long, that's ridiculous, it's a waste of time. I've already heard the bumper, I'm not that impressed with it. Now, if you got a little uh, segue in between segments that takes four or five seconds, all right, I'm cool with that, I'm fine with that, I appreciate that. It's nice to get your mind around the idea that, okay, we're if we're not talking about something different, at least we're talking uh, about things uh, through a different perspective, right? So people, podcasters. Get rid of those long bumpers. Uh, they're unnecessary and they're a huge waste of time for uh, your listeners and you don't need the extra padding. So drop those. All right, so another thing, uh, I've been trying to increase my brand from my podcast, Hobbs and Friends of the OSR. Uh, I have another podcast that I'm doing with some uh, of my friends that's coming out and the first episode hasn't released yet, but it's called Hex Talk. And uh, I'm pretty happy about where we're going with that and uh, the direction that seems like it's headed. Uh, I'm doing this anchor channel, which uh, I don't even know if it's gaining any ground, but uh, it's so new, I think it's impossible to tell. So I think it's a cool platform and I really like the interaction, like an old radio talk show or something where I can talk and people can come talk back and we can have you know, exact conversations. I think that's pretty cool. This other thing that I've been trying to do is get into uh, streaming gaming. So most of my brand has to do with tabletop RPGs. And I think a direction that a lot of people are going with their own branding is uh, streaming their games on YouTube or Twitch. So we had our first session last night and I can tell you uh, I was really anxious about it. I probably put more prep time into that than I have uh, any game in a long time. cool thing about that is that um, it worked. you know i always say that you should prep as much as you need to and apparently to feel comfortable uh, i needed to do that so uh, but i should say on the anxiety level not only am i running for a new group of people even though i knew them all which helps uh, it was still a new group that i had no idea what the group dynamic would be like Uh, we're streaming so we're probably gonna have a live audience and uh, it's gonna you know you put something out there like that it's just it's like art you're right you're putting yourself out there for people uh, to get a better look at you and it'll probably be out there forever Um, so that was interesting I think it went off fairly well Um, some of the technical issues we had we took care of but uh, my tech guy is uh, top-notch and pretty funny too so he helped out with the technical aspects as well as uh, a good character uh, person or player in the game so that was awesome. And anybody who listened or watched the actual live stream, uh, thanks. I appreciate that. If anyone wants to, you know, every Tuesday at 745 Central we uh, will be on my YouTube channel, Hobbs and Friends of the OSR. I'm sure there's a link, but I have no idea how I would share it with you. Uh, as far as the branding goes, you know, if you ever want to contact me, I'm on Twitter at Hobbs Indeed or at OSRNHobbs. I also have a website, HobbsandFriends.com, and I'd love to interact more with uh, anchored listeners, so please call in, I would appreciate it, it would be awesome. Uh, I think that's it for today, it's January 3rd, 2018, Happy New Year everyone, Lou, my man, keep it going. Uh, In two miles, take the US 20 exit toward Hampshire, Marengo. Good afternoon, Anchorites. It's Jason Hobbs here with Random Screed. Whoa, what's up? January 4th. I think I might have said yesterday was January 4th. Oh well. Uh, it doesn't really matter that much, but I just thought I'd add that in case people were listening to this a uh, thousand years in the future. They might want to know that it was uh, January 4th, 2018, up here in uh, frigid, frigid northern Illinois, as I am. Uh, All right. So today, um, I run some games. You know, I'm a tabletop role-playing gamer. I have been for 40 years. Um, I love it. Uh, A lot of my hobbies have become uh, small businesses because of it. Uh, I write. I podcast. I talk on the show. Um, I've guest on other podcasts. I've started a live stream. Uh, I'm pretty involved with uh, this movement of. gaming or Dungeons and Dragons or whatever it is you want to call it. I'm pretty involved in it. So today I want to talk about an aspect of it that uh, bites my gonads, if you know what I'm saying. So it gets me kind of fired up. And that is a player buy-in. So a GM does everything. Uh, especially in a trad, a traditional type game, where the GM is uh, all of the PC's senses. You know, He tells you everything you your character interacts with and he makes everything and he creates it all and you basically just step into this tableau and do whatever so some people have players or some gms have players that do nothing you know they show up once a week to the game and they just show up to be entertained they do nothing they don't necessarily remember what their character is they don't take notes they know nothing about this deep uh, tableau of a setting that this gm has created and And uh, I guess it kind of goes back to why do you play games at all? And everyone plays games for different reasons. I get that. Um, Personally, I am there to discover stories together. If I wanted to do all the writing, I could. I'm an English major. That's what I do. I'm a writer. So writing is something I have no problem doing. I don't need anybody else to help me with that. But if I want to discover a story together, if I want you as a player to to make a character and interact with the setting that I've created, then that's what I'm looking for, you know, and hopefully you're interested in that too, and if you're not, then maybe you're not the player I'm looking for, and that's okay. Uh, There's different styles to everything, and in today's day and age where you can game online or play by post or just play video games or whatever, you, Everyone should be able to find exactly what it is they're looking for, and they shouldn't be stuck in a type of game that they're not interested in. So it, you know, if you have different uh, styles than someone else, then that's good. That, there's no problem. It's all good. Uh, stop playing in that game so that GM can find a player that does. And you stop playing in that game so you can find a GM that gives you what you want. So uh, no sense in crying over spilt milk or making a problem out of something that really isn't all right so i'm not the type of guy that is going to have a screed here and go off on something without having some solutions so here's what we do players if you want to uh give your gm the investment he's looking for uh care about the character you're playing don't just who gives a shit don't always just play yourself and not have any goals or motivations or flaws or anything that would like normally make a character interesting. I don't, I don't care what media you're involved in. If it's a movie, a radio show, if it's a game, if it's a book, uh, interesting characters have flaws. And interesting characters are consistent. If your character is not consistent, then no one is going to be able to relate to it because it's obviously just uh, some sort of dues ex ex machina where it's just doing whatever you want it to do at the time in order to fit that particular plot, right? And I don't think anyone wants that. I know I don't. In my game, I like consistency. I create a consistent setting that makes sense, so I want to have players uh, that consistently are themselves, so I know how to interact with them. We get expectations from uh, the way a character is going to act, just like real people. You have expectations about how they act. The better you know them, the better you know what those expectations are, and so when they act different, then it means something. It gives gravitas to the things that they're doing. If they get upset about something, if it's just some random thing because the player feels like it's time to get upset, then that's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't add gravitas to the situation. It adds inconsistencies which suspend our disbelief, right? So that is hard on the story. That's not good for the story. So I'm talking about basically making believable, relatable, flawed characters that are interesting because I think discovering the story is going to make a way better story when we have characters that are like that. So make characters that are flawed. Make characters that have motivations, and then care about those characters and uh, stay consistent with them. Okay. Next, man, this is gonna be a long screed. I'm going off like a madman here. Anyway, so next, um, what I want you to do is know what the hell is going on. The GM doesn't make this deep, consistent setting for you not to give a shit about it, right? get involved in it Um, it's fine to be reactive but it's also fine to be a little proactive find something in the setting or the environment that is uh, interesting to you and would be interesting to this uh, you know flawed character that you've created and go with it you know take his motivations and fit them into the skill set that you've created and go after it Uh, in whatever way that is even if it means you know, thinking about it outside of the game, printing off some things, uh, do some blue booking with your GM to get somewhere. It doesn't all have to happen at the table where all the other players are sitting there while you're being involved in your great uh, chocolate chip cookie scheme that you've wanted to do since you were a kid because your mom made you chocolate chip cookies or whatever. I'm really getting off that on the track here. But anyway, I think you understand what I'm saying. Uh, have motivations and go through with those motivations for your character. Be proactive uh, and and get involved with the setting that your GM has created. I think all of those things will combine with a wonderful, incredible story to be discovered amongst you all. So some people say, the reason I call it discovering a story, I got this from my boy, Edwin Nagy. There's a shout out to you, Nagy, however you pronounce your last name, you dirty dog. But anyway, you should, People say that they play games to create interactive stories or to tell interactive stories now that those words have the connotations of a pre written idea or script and so when we say discover that makes it feel like we don't really know no one is writing a book no one is pre conceived on exactly what's gonna happen that's why we play the game we play the game to discover the interactive story that we're telling so The screed has almost reached its end. And uh, honestly, I do love playing with people. But, I mean, I've stepped out of games before. I've had people step out of my games. It's just not what they want to do. And uh, I get that, and I can't force it on anybody. I can't force greatness on people. You know, they have to achieve that and want that on their own. And uh, I'm just mostly joking about that, but not joking. Anyway, everyone, have a good day. Uh, Enjoy your afternoon. I hear it's supposed to warm up if you're in the frigid... Uh, tundra of Northern Illinois like I am. Expect warmer temperatures and maybe even with that a warmer Hobbs. Thanks a lot guys, Jason Hobbs with Random Screed. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Good morning everybody, anchorites and uh, other listeners. I'm Jason Hobbs and this is another Random Screed coming at you Tuesday, January 9th, 2018. All right, so I got a few things I want to talk about today um, and I just forgot them all (laughs) no I'm just kidding alright so I want to talk about something and then I'm gonna do some shout outs and then I want to talk about something else so the first thing I want to talk about is bubbles so I like to think that everyone has a bubble and it's their personal space and it includes all of the personal stuff that goes down in their life so we all walk around every day or drive or fly or whatever, and everyone has their own lives. And sometimes even the people closest to you, maybe your significant other or spouse, they don't always know what happens in your life. They want to, and you always want to share, but they still don't always know what happens. Like like me, I'm driving around all day and meeting different people. And you know, I may even forget something that happened with a particular customer Or that put me in a particular frame of mind. And when my wife asked me, hey, how was your day? And I just say, it felt like the same as every other day. Of course it wasn't, but it kind of felt like it. So she doesn't really know what happened. In half a mile, turn left onto sunrise. She doesn't know a cool guy talked to me for an hour about his life. when, I mean, he was almost chasing me out his driveway to keep on talking. But I had to go. I got things to do. But anyway... Bubbles, right? We all have our personal bubbles, and someone may interact with you in a particular way that is negative or positive. Turn left. And you won't even necessarily know why, but it probably has something to do with them and how they're acting, and nothing to do with you. So I always try to keep that in mind when I interact with people. You know, (laughs) turn right. As a joke, I may tell people, you don't know me, but. What I'm really trying to say is is you have no idea what I'm doing or going through or thinking or what my mental state is or why and it doesn't even always have to make sense because some of us have depression or anxiety or bipolar disorder or whatever you know and it may not make sense even to them when they try to rationally figure it out. I think most of us are rational individuals but sometimes feelings are irrational. So I guess all I'm really trying to say is Uh, give people a break you know and give yourself a break Uh, your life is complicated and things can bother you uh, and things can bother other people and they may treat you in a particular way that is unsavory but uh, it isn't necessarily their fault yes we control our actions and we control what affects us but uh, the truth of the matter is is no one is perfect and uh, we may not always be the best at our control right so hey Give people a break and stop bursting people's bubbles. (laughs) Hello, Screeders, Screedites, Screedies, Anchorites, people, men, women, gentlemen, ladies. It's January 12th, 2018, and I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed. So, as you noticed from my uh, starting sound bite, plot twist today. Um, I was really surprised and humbled by all the uh, people who called in and gave support and applauded the channel and seemed to listen. It surprises me. Um, I'm serious. I'm always humbled by when people listen to the podcast or this or read any of the stuff that I've written or anything. It's very humbling to me. I uh, never really expected to be in a situation where anyone would be listening to the things I say, or reading the things I write, or watching me uh, run D and D on a live stream. Uh, that's pretty awesome stuff. So, uh, like I say, I really appreciate it, and um, I want to talk today about preparing for a game or a meeting or. Whatever And any of that anxiety that you get and maybe ways to uh, defeat that. So um, Eric Frankhouse at EFP mentioned a routine, and that's pretty awesome. But not everybody has the ability to do what he's saying. So all we can do is what we can do. And if we have regular jobs and families and lives, it's pretty hard for us to get up every day and, you know, start a video or start up anchor channel or uh, do things every single day and just do the same thing every day to make that work uh, that would be awesome if that's what I was doing but geez I can't even imagine how that would feel if I was holding on to that to uh, make my money and support my family and feed my gaming habit <laughs> but if Eric can do it that's awesome and I, that is great uh, so good on him uh, but me Uh, Like I think I've said before, you just have to do it, which is similar to what Eric's saying, really. It's not going to get done until you do it. And once you start doing it, it seems like it's more fun than you even thought it might have been. I've heard that from quite a few people, and I think that was a common thread in all the call-ins I got from last episode. I would also say there's something to be said about faking it. And maybe you even have to fake it for yourself to get through, and then once you do it, you're not faking it anymore. I don't know. So I have this meeting today... Uh, It's a sales meeting with another person that's in one of my business networking groups. And uh, this is like the first one I've ever done. So I can't say I know exactly what the hell I'm doing because I know nothing about what I'm doing, actually. Uh, But I guess I'll just go in and be myself because I've always found that down-to-earth, humble, honesty is more powerful than any lies. A liar or an untruth teller or whatever, they can get through for a little while but eventually it always catches up uh, and it goes negative for them. For someone who is uh, honest and real, it doesn't go negative, it goes positive and it multiplies and uh, it exponentially increases as time goes on and more people realize who you are and what you're about. You're going to get way better results. From that, then you are lying about things. So keep it real, keep it honest, and be yourself. Those are my answers to everything. Those are the top three answers to all questions. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to thank all the people that called in again and let you guys know I'm still here and I'm still trying to daily send a screed out to you all. But it seems like it's more helpful in anything. And I really expected to be lambasting people with all, all my awesome rants. But um, I'm all out of rants, I guess. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a lot of rants. I got to listen to some more bi- bad podcasts or something like Spellburn or Gaming and BS or Drinks Been Run. And then maybe I'll have some fodder for ranting. Uh, I'll have to think about that over the weekend and uh, get back to y'all. Right now, I got to go into this meeting. And after that, I got to uh, prep for this game tomorrow. Which I guess I didn't really get into that so I've got a few minutes let's get back into it um, prepping for a game all right so I start with a map and this time I have this awesome map by uh, Matt Jackson who has a channel here on anchor that he's using for a game that he runs but I can just print it off and use it for my own game and uh, change it to whatever it needs to do so this game I'm running is axe which is adventure conqueror king system and uh, this is a bx chassis and it uses proficiencies and it uses kind of a dnd 3.0 system for dice a little bit with its attack throws and it changes all the one and six or two and six chances that you would find in bx and changes them to a d20 so 18 plus or uh, 14 plus in that range but that's enough about the system uh, the game itself is a new campaign I've only ran maybe five or six hours I think one or one session one pretty big session and uh, it's kind of uh, a mish mishmash of uh, the Skyrim storyline where you have a group of people a culture that has basically been not necessarily conquered but it's still ruled or controlled by a stronger uh, empire and the country itself so in this situation it's the nords of skyrim uh being under the sway of the empire and some of the people even though the empire helps them in ways and protects them in ways they still like want to have their own heritage and their own culture and be left to themselves and not have the empire holding sway over them uh, but the people still- be- some people still believe in the Empire and think it's important and if you rebel against the empire you're going to get trashed and it's going to be brother against brother and in the end it's way worse for the land than it should be and that's what this game is about except it's about the rorn and the keldorans and right to the north of the rorn you have the Cregan who are these raiders who often come across so the keldorans use uh, the rornic people as a buffer against the Cregan uh, but they do and they obviously tid them and take money uh, from their people in resources or to add to their armies uh, there's different things that happen uh, but what I'm trying to do is create this situation where the players uh, have to make a decision. So uh, I was pre-generated characters because I was asked to pre-generate them and some of them are uh, Roranik heritage, some of them are Kaldoran heritage, and some of them are outlanders who might have also been in the Kaldoran Legion. Uh, so they know each other through these legionary process and uh, the character, one of the characters is coming home to his hometown uh, where his mother is sick, and he's his he's heard word from his sister uh, that the the rebellion is in the area, and so the group is going to go there and try and figure out, you know, which side they're going to be on and how they deal with the issue. But I just don't know what the issues that are immediate are, other than I want to create this dichotomy of what you know. I don't know if it's a dichotomy, but it's almost more of like an equilibrium that exists and is going to be turned up sound eventually. But I don't want it to, to make the Keldorans seem too good or too bad, and I don't want the Rornik Rebels to seem too good or too bad. Uh, I always feel like everything has shades of gray, and really the decision that is the most important is the one that you make for yourself. So I'm really curious to see what happens to the characters and the players uh, in this game. So with that in mind, send me your ideas. What should I do on Saturday with this group? Um, I'm thinking that maybe the sister has gone missing and maybe one other character that they have heard of as an NPC but the new PC is there and he just got there and he was supposed to meet them but they're gone so have they gone to meet the rebels have they gone under the sway of a rebel faction uh is something else going on is the mother going to die or not die these are all aspects that I want to use but I haven't quite figured out how to do that yet uh and still keep it cool like I'm hoping it will be And did I mention that we have like 12 hours to play this game, so I need a shit ton of material. So I'm going to wrap this up. Call in now. Oh yeah, it's better to fade out. Wait, what is it again? It's better to burn out than to fade away. I really need a better tagline, don't I? See you, everybody. Talk to you on Monday, if not before.